morning, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on this podcast, feel free to email or contact me at IamCannabisSativa.com. Also, check out our website at www.IamCannabisSativa.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Also, feel free to check out our official Twitter account, ICS or IC Sativa Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. And if you also like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other medical marijuana or adult use states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, pay for equipment upgrades, and travel as well. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. And again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Afternoon, everyone. I hope you guys are having a great afternoon. Um, as of the time of this recording, it's 1.17 p.m. Um, it's it's obviously 4.20 somewhere in this world. Um, so um, I, 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 um, I want to read a story um, that I saw from Marijuana Moment, and I just want to sort of air so, some of my thoughts as well. Um, as you guys know, um, Illinois recently elected a pro-cannabis governor that wants to legalize cannabis and that includes home grows you know um jb pritzker said he doesn't want people to have giant basement grows or anything whatever that composes of but (laughs) um he does want he does want full legalization expungement and um home grow and from the research i've been doing um, you know, I've been coming through the internet, you know, Reddit, you know, other, 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 um, channels as well too. And it doesn't seem like there's going to be much, much obstruction on this issue. You know, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the hunch that they're going to be in a similar situation to what Jersey went through where the governor was ready and willing and, I think the the senator house president was ready and willing but the people in the democratic caucus there was there was some division and there were some reefer madness people that were dead set on 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 sinking legalization which we which we saw happen they had a, they had to pull the bill on the senate side if i recall correctly because the because the house had the votes but the senate did not have the votes and they had to they had to pull the bill because it was going to fail in the Senate, and then it wasn't going to get to Governor Murphy's desk. But I'm not sensing that same vibe with Illinois at all. I I feel like they're just gonna they're just gonna, and and I'm open I'm open to getting this interpretation wrong. I mean I don't I'm not from there, you know, but um I'm I'm open to being wrong on this. But I don't think they're going to run into much resistance, you know. I think I think you know the caucus, the Dems are very united on the issue. They're united on wanting expungements. They're united in wanting people just dis- wanting black and brown and 
and other minorities who were disproportionately arrested from the drug war, giving them first dibs and first crack at, the, at these new cannabis jobs and, the, and, get, and giving them um, loans and a, a leg up to be able to participate in this new economy. Um, it, everyone seems aligned on the issue, you know, and, um, the, and if they're a reefer madness people, it doesn't seem like their voice has a lot of power right now in, in that state, you know? Um, and also another thing that I've heard is that Illinois has like a pension or has a pension and budget crisis. So like they need cannabis to be legal as a way and as a vehicle to help balance their budgets because um they don't have like they don't have enough to cover their bills and and to cover things like pensions and stuff so that's another incentive for them to want to do this and want to be aligned on the issue and want to deliver on this um so i'm going to read the article um it's from tom angel um and it's from marijuana moment and it says, Illinois lawmakers release marijuana legalization details. The governor of Illinois and key lawmakers released long-awaited details in, marijuana, in a marijuana legalization plan on Saturday. The state is seen by cannabis reform supporters as one of the movement's strongest opportunities to end prohibition. See? Just like, just like Tom Angel said, strongest, strongest opportunities. You know, I'm not from what I'm reading and from my sources, what I'm researching, I'm not seeing I'm I'm not I'm not hearing of any any like senior Dems that are that are committee czars that want to block legalization or want to say think of the children or oh my god, there's 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 cannabis sex lubes. This is gonna be there's gonna be cannabis sex lube shops everywhere and it's gonna re re havoc and affect our children and 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 be the scourge of society. Like like Ron Rice was saying in Jersey. You know, and, and people like him had a lot of sway in, in sinking legalization there and denying legalization there. But I'm not seeing I'm not seeing that there are those same figures in Illinois. You know, everyone gets that prohibition is a joke and that, you know, that Chicago is a diverse place. And, P and the people that were disproportionately being arrested weren't the white people, but they were the black and Latino people that were that were being affected by by the war on drugs. And everyone, everyone is hip to the game there, it seems. So let me let me continue reading it. J Gov J.P. Pritzker, Democrat, campaigned on legalization last year, and legislative leaders support the idea. But until now, the specifics on how the state might craft a legal marijuana market have remained elusive. Senator Heather Stearns, Democrat, filed a placeholder bill on the topic in January and has worked behind the scenes with other lawmakers, including Rep. Kelly Cassidy, Democrat, to craft a detailed legislative language as the essential, essentially blank document that has advanced through the Senate in preparation for four votes. And I'm going to read, I'm going to read two tweets from um, Governor J.B. Pritzker. And okay, so let me start reading the tweet. Um, year of, years of work by stakeholders across Illinois m means that today we are putting forth a framework to legalize adult use cannabis on January 1st, 2020. From the outset, I made clear that any plan for adult use cannabis has to prioritize social justice and equity. And I am proud that Illinois is going to have the most equity-centric laws in the country. That's beautiful. 
This governor gets it. This governor gets that this is not just about money. You know, it makes me cringe when I see lawmakers being like, oh, look at how much money we're going to make legalizing it. And look at how, how much it's going to fill the state coffers. It's like that's like the it's like the only thing on their mind in making it legal. Not that um, people could go, anyone could go to a dispensary without a doctor's note. And if they work a government sensitive job or a, a job where, you know, they can't make their use, you know, public or whatever by getting a card or whatever, you know, they can just walk into the store and, and use it for medical purposes. In, in, in recreational states, you have a lot, of, including mine, you have a lot of people who do that. You have people who work government jobs that, you know, if their gov- if their boss were to f- catch any wind of them, even, even, even saying anything positive about marijuana, they will lose their job and they won't be able to provide for their families. So I mean, there's that in in making it legal, but most importantly, like Pritzker highlighted, it's the social justice that's the most important part. That's the most important component of legalization, and any bill that does not prioritize that. Is, is not is not a bill that should be supported. It's not a bill that should be signed on on, in my opinion. You know, we, we, we can wait until we have something that prioritizes social justice and social equity. And I'm glad that Governor Pritzker sees this. And I'm glad that the um, caucus, the Dem caucus in, in, in Illinois made this made this known that we're not nothing is going through unless there's going to be restitution and. And in a in a earnest attempt to make the the victims of the drug war whole, according to eleven page summary, the legislation obtained by Marijuana Moment on Friday, Illinois residents will be allowed to possess thirty grams of cannabis flower, five grams of concentrates, five hundred milligrams of THC, and cannabis infused products. Good. I, I'm liking that. Um, that that they're not putting crazy dumb limits on edibles. And I'm going. To, I'm going to make the guess right now. Um, you, anyone, anyone who's watched this, po- listened to this podcast for the almost 150 episodes we've done. There's going to there's there's going to be that magical clause that we always talk about that's going to be in this bill. As good as this bill is is going looks like it, it is right now. There's going to have there's going to be a component I'm not going to like in it, and that component I'm going to guess is pertaining to public smoking. You know, I mean, they're probably going to ban that entirely, but they're not going to put any companion legislation to ban actual tobacco smoke, which has actually been proven to cause cancer. But oh no, we can't have weed. We can't have people smelling weed. That's 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 de- that's that's degeneracy. We can't have that. You know, that's that's been the mindset of all these ten legal states in this country. But I digress. But again, if you've been listening to this podcast. For most of the time, you'll you, you'll know that you'll know that most bills have that. But um, let me finish reading. But I'm 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 guessing right now. I didn't finish the whole article, but I'm guessing that's gonna be there. Home cultivation of up to five plants would be allowed under le- the legislation, which is 522 pages in length. Legalization is expected to take place January 1st, 2020, with current medical cannabis businesses getting a head start on applying to licenses in the new recreational market. New dispensaries would be licensed by May 1st, with processors, craft growers, and transporters being licensed by July 1st. A second wave of businesses would be licensed by late 2021. 
The proposal would create a 20... I love I love this. I love this. The this this the proposal would create a 20 million low interest low program for social equity applicants defined as business businesses with at least 51% ownership and control by people who have been arrested or convicted for marijuana offenses or majority ownership and control by individuals who have resided in an area disproportionately impacted by cannabis prohibition for a specified period of time. Businesses could also qualify by having a majority of the employees who meet those criteria. And then some two other tweets from Governor Pritzker. The approach we're taking starts fight starts by righting some historic wrongs and opening up access to this market with a twenty million dollar loan program that will help qualified applicants from impacted communities. We're going to put a we're going to be putting a quarter of sales revenue directly back into the communities that have been harmed the most negatively and that have been the most negatively impacted by discrimination in the prosecution of drug of drug laws in the criminal justice system. Application fee waivers would be available for social equity applicants, and there would be limitations on the number of businesses that any one entity could own. Past convictions for possessing, manufacturing, cultivating, or delivering cannabis would be eligible for expungement. Um, I mean, the only thing I'm seeing that I don't like is, um, I don't, it's not saying if the, the expungement is automatic. I don't, I don't see why expungement in these programs can't be automatic. Again, I mean, I, I, I interact with people that have charges that even though it's legal in my state and they're still right now, after three years, they're still trying to get it wiped from their record. I know people like that, you know, and I don't see why, like, like in California, there, there, there are cities and there are localities that are doing auto expungement via computer program. We have the technology. We have the ability. Why not just do it? Why make people, why make these people that, that they got prosecuted under a victimless crime, why make them have to pay all the money to, to get lawyers, to, to file paperwork, to do all of that? It's like a poll tax in a sense. You know, just just automatically expunge it. It's easy to do. Cities in California have already done this. I don't see why you can't just cake that into the bill. But I digress. A grant program called Restoring Our Communities would be created to invest in communities that have suffered the most because of discriminatory drug policies. Cannabis with a level of... Of with a THC level at or below 35% would be taxed at 10% of the purchase price, with higher potency marijuana getting a 25% tax rate. Infused products would be taxed at 20%. Municipalities could add additional local taxes. Cultivation businesses would pay 7% of their gross receipts in taxes. Revenue would go towards paying for program costs and after that would fund the Restoring Our Communities grant program, substance abuse services, law enforcement grants, and the general state fund. The governor would appoint a cannabis regulation oversight officer to oversee the program, with several state departments and agencies having regulatory and enforcement roles. The legislation also sets out advertising restrictions and and packaging requirements. 
municipality officials wanting to opt out of allowing marijuana businesses would have to adopt ordinances and do so within one year of the bill becoming affected. Afterwards, local bans could only be instituted via referendums approved by voters. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. Illinois, it seems like Illinois has been very self-aware about this process. And, you know, the lawmakers, it seems, have been paying very close attention to what has been happening on the East Coast with delays, you know, and even on the West Coast with California with most of the towns banning adult use. You know, they, I feel like the lawmakers in Illinois have been paying close attention to, the, you know, how local control could hamper legalization, how it has been hampering legalization. And they were, it seems like they're being very thorough, like with everything right now. I'm, I'm like, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing too much that I don't like. You know, I, I don't even see the public smoking thing being banned, but I'm sure, I'm sure if I read through the 522 pages, it would be. But... I don't know. I'm seeing a lot that I like here. Quote, there are a lot of things I like with this bill, but there are other things that I am not fond of. Dan Lin, executive director for Illinois Normal, told Marijuana Moment. However, this is usually a sign of a good bill that addresses all the stakeholders' issues. My biggest concern is that there will be supply issues, specifically with the very limited number of cultivation center and craft grow licenses that would be able to have an adequate amount of product available for the market when the first legal sales start, he said. It's not, it, it is not, it, it is not no, it is not known when the amendment, amended legislation will receive House and Senate votes. But the session is scheduled to adjourn on May 31st, so the bill would have to move fast. All right, so, so yeah, um, I'm 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 liking everything I'm hearing. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put I'm gonna put um some information to Governor Pritzker's um info. I'm gonna put like the Illinois legislature's like number or whatever. So you can look up your representatives if you live in Illinois and tell them to get this moving and get so he so Governor Pritzker can go and sign this. Um, I don't think I have too much more to add other than this. I mean, I don't think I have too much more to add to this. The only other thing I'll say is, um, again, I watched I watched this podcast called um, Reefer Revolution Live, and if you haven't checked out um, Dave and Chella's podcast on um, YouTube and D Live and, and and stuff, it's it's very good. They're very they're very smart. They've been cannabis pioneers longer since, I mean, as lo- longer than I've been born. And, um, you know, they, they put a very, they put on a very good show and they said that Illinois, that, that, um, Chicago has one of the highest consumptions of, um, of, uh, of marijuana, like, like New York city, Chicago, you know, California, like, or, or some of the top States that some of the top cities, I mean, places in California, Illinois, and, um, New York City, have, or the, at the top of the heap worldwide in terms of using cannabis. So just another fun fact I wanted to end it with. And um, as we're approaching 20 minutes, I want to end this and I don't want to drag this on too long. So peace out, everyone. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. <laughs>